Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Toast of to the Town with Chrissy and Mel. We are here on a wonderful Wednesday. It is the 20th of April because I woke up thinking it was San Jacinto Day. It's 420. It's no. It's tomorrow. Yes. I know. 420. Four, 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 I know. Did everybody leave I, out there. I'm worried about Sam's Snoop Dogg last night. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm worried about San Jacinto Day tomorrow. Gotta, gotta, oh, gotta celebrate always, it. Always the fuddy duddy. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm Texas girl at heart. <laughs> Anyway, so um, happy San Jacinto Day early. Happy, happy early 20. Day. Happy Faux 20 to you. I know. And uh, it's, you know, I woke up this morning. I really thought it was going to be another day like yesterday with nice, crisp air oh, yeah. and beautiful oh, breeze and this wonderful, wonderful temperature. And it's not. It's not. No. No, no. And, and, and we heard some trucks go by and Jim was just sure it was thunder. I said, I don't think we're supposed to have any rain. But. Nope, it was trucks. Yeah, but there is, uh, but it, it has been kind of kind of misty mm. gross outside. It has. And uh, but you know, it's like one of those things. I decided to just start embracing the natural waves instead of rolling my hair every day, and the humidity helps. Yes, so it does. Why fight <laughs> an unnecessary battle right. that I've been fighting for twenty five years? Yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's time to eliminate the battles. And, and for all you gentlemen listening, we want forward. we want you to go natural with your hair too. Oh, don't wow. don't curl your hair. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> but yes, it is a great Wednesday um, in the greatest city, in the greatest community in it all is. of Texas. and All, all of Texas. And we've got so many great things going on. And um, I don't want to delay too much. Yeah. Just chitter chatter. I know. Great guest I know. here. I know. And she's do. so fun. Yeah. And she's joined us before. So I um, do want to remind everybody if you're looking for something to do um, Sunday, we're going to talk about a really great event that you get to do at your leisure. On Saturday or Sunday, so yeah. you don't have to necessarily choose; you just have to manage your time wisely. Right, you know, absolutely. Uh, we've got cornhole for a cause, which is going to be the guns versus ladders event, going on at Sawyer Park in the Woodlands. I believe it starts at noon on Sunday. Um, that benefits first responders, the Woodlands Firefighter Foundation, as well as the 100 Club for our firefighters. Mm-hmm. It's a cornhole tournament, but I think if you buy a general admission ticket, you get some barbecue and a beverage. That's cold and possibly frothy. Possibly. Um, and, but, you know, so it's a great time to come out. It'll be a good time. The weather's supposed to be nice, even though, you know, it's Texas and it's April. So, you know, but I diverse. Anyway, that's going on. Uh, I diverse. I digress. digress. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> um, and, uh, but that's going on Sunday. Also, the Lake Conroe Area Republican Women is having their fundraiser, Flight 2022. I think they're expecting everybody to dress in their, you know, preferred destination attire. Oh, okay. Um, then that makes more sure sense. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to see me showing up in a bathing suit, but you never know. You so, know. You know. <laughs> um, so that's going on Sunday. You can go to lcarw.org um, to purchase tickets if you want to go to that. Um, I know they're also looking for some more auction items. Um, so you can donate and it'll be a lot of fun. So don your cruise wear and head on out Sunday evening. Yeah. Speaking of cruise wear, um, next trip that we make over to Beaumont, I've got to, um, get to go shop on some leisure wear, some cruise wear. (gasps) Oh, I know. Some resort wear, I think is a technical term. Great little shop. Yes. Yes. For, uh, for the upcoming fashion show that I got voluntold for. So, um, (laughs) I'm guilty. Yeah. So guilty guilty uh, as charged. (laughs) I know. So I wish the events would have been switched in dates and I could have like gotten the resort wear and then worn it to this, but I know such as it is. Anyway, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? All right. Well, I, I'm thrilled to uh, welcome back Katie Krause to Krause, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, She is with Bears, et cetera. 
and I'm going to let her tell you what her expertise is because she's so good at it. Anyway, um, and we are just so excited to have you back. You've got an event coming up. We want to talk all about that. So um, tell me a little bit about or tell all of our listeners a little bit about yourself and what Bears Etc. does. Great. Um, so I'm happy to be back. I always enjoy coming and hanging out with you ladies. Okay. Um, so I'm Katie Krause. I'm the executive director of Bears Etc. We are the experts in Southeast Texas for exotic animal rescue. And what that means is if it's not a native species, then we help find placement for it in appropriate housing at a true sanctuary. So a true sanctuary doesn't buy, sell, breed, trade, or use animals for entertainment. Um, and make sure it lives out the rest of its life like a wild animal should, right? So gotcha. that's we rescue rescue anything from parakeets to tigers and bears. Our focus is bears. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Because there is no true bear sanctuary in the U.S. So that's why they're our focus. Um, And so everybody remembers uh, not too long ago, last Mother's Day, the tiger loose in Houston. Uh And so we were the first point of contact to help place it with a peer sanctuary of ours so that's amazing that was great so were you out there with like a lasso and like <laughs> <laughs> no um so we're deployed when asked uh-huh. um and fortunately for that animal things went smooth the owner surrendered it and it was able to go like um so first if animal control asked us to deploy then we can go out and help gotcha. um but if not then we you can't just, just go out and self-deploy and right. then cause so chaos I shouldn't, that's i shouldn't call you if the lab gets out the, the dog right I right yeah okay, gotcha. you're well, not going to deploy for that because my dog doesn't mind very often <laughs> well and you know one of the things and, and if you don't follow katie on facebook or bears etc you really should because it really has just knowing you and and you've been on this mission to bring awareness and to educate people correct not only about how many people literally have tigers as pets which is legal in Texas. Correct. Um, with a permit. $50 permit $50 in the state permit. of Texas. There are over 5,000 tigers in private owner hands yeah. across and the United cool States. And as cool as a guard tiger sounds, um, I believe that that would not only be a tad bit dangerous and irresponsible, um, but also that poor tiger. Right. Um, but also, again... Okay, so tigers are kind of one thing. Tiger King is now kind of in yeah, our psyche yeah. as disturbing as that is. But how many bears, actual bears, are kept in private homes or backyards? And and it's it's amazing to me. So the number I can tell you is the number in need. And back in 2017... Um, a group of bear professionals came together in Washington, D.C., and at that time there were a thousand bears in need of placement. So that's not even all of the bears that are out there. Those are there. ones that you know that need Correct. placement. Yeah, that they've either asked you know, to help or whatever. But the problem being, and why most facilities don't do bears, is they live for 30 years. Um, unlike tigers who only live 15 to right. 20, you know, yeah. big cats in general, 15 to 20. Um a black bear, which is really kind of the smallest, we'll say smallest species in the pet trade. Right. So you've got your black bears who stand five to six uh, feet tall. They're 300 to 500 pounds. Your brown bear anywhere from, you know, six to eight feet tall, over a thousand pounds, right? So mm-hmm. your black bear eats about 40 pounds of produce alone a day. That's so a nobody wants to deal with that. Right. Also, big cats sleep 20 out of 24 hours a day, right? They reserve their energy in order to capture prey. Capture prey. Right. Right. Um, whereas bears are foragers. So they're active right. all day. And if it's hot, all night they'll sleep all day yeah. um their muscles are nine times denser than man's which means they can tear up stuff very easily whereas cats aren't necessarily big destructive yeah. animals right? right and so nobody wants to house them because of the enrichment involved because they are smart like elephants and primates yeah. um they are you know active all of the time so keeping them enriched and their brain stimulated so they're not destroying stuff is a huge part of it out of the probably dozen true sanctuaries, like big cat sanctuaries in the U.S., only about five of them actually do bears. Um, so, And they don't do many bears. Like right. the most bears at one facility, I think they probably have about a dozen bears. But otherwise, like nobody wants to do bears. Because they're high maintenance. Right. You're like, yeah. really? And, yeah. and, you know, you start thinking about the cost of feeding them 
and repairing any damage they do, plus being proactive and giving them activities and things that they can do. Right. It's just a lot. Yeah. And probably to staff that and have people that are willing and able correct um, and be- and suited for that kind of work has got to be extremely challenging yes yeah because they are um i mean big cats are too but they are living breathing thinking things and i was right. told once a long time ago and it and it continues to be true to this day anytime you see the whites of a bear's eyes they're thinking and they're processing and they're like what can i do like the sneak attack or what can i like I'm going to sit in the shift door because they're not going to be able to shift me over in order for me to get away from my bed. You know, they're, they're constantly processing on how they can do something. Yeah, how they can you know? learning something. Yeah. I, I yeah. had a toddler like that once. Yes, yeah, they are. They're, they are a lot like having toddlers and sometimes even teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because they have bad days and good days right. just yeah, like, right. you know, you and me. So, um, but they are just amazing creatures and uh, so amazing to work with. Like, they enrich my life because yeah. of me thinking through processes to be able to enrich their right. lives. You know, what can I do to make their life better for today? So. Well, and, you know, and it's, I can see the attractiveness in, in having one. You know, um, I mean, number one, they're really cute and they're little. You know, um, and they're clingy, and like they're clingy. You know, they, they stay with Mama Bear yeah. for several years of their lives, um, and so they need you. And you see these videos of them playing and tumbling around with each other, yes. and and they're and they're so sweet. It's very very endearing. But and and I'm sure that most I like to think that most people that venture down that path really have the best of intentions at yes. heart. Um, I remember um, a story that you shared about. Um, a man that had one um, that had it in a concrete um, enclosure and basically that bear wore his feet out yeah they were raw Raw. from walking constantly pacing because they weren't receiving the proper enrichment and diet and things of that nature and it's and so they were cracking and you know and he didn't have a vet that could handle taking care of a bear so I mean, that's the other thing you have to think about when you take in these exotics as pets is there a vet in the area that is able to well, yeah, take care of them. Well, yeah, because they're going to get sick or get injured mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that's had any kind of animal knows that something's right? going to go something's wrong. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like how toddlers. many people <laughs> I know have tripped over their dog and broke their leg? Or, right. you know, yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or stepped on their little dog or, yeah. you know. And so you've been working. You, you got, you cleared your mission. And we've talked about this before. And. Uh, you know, you're one of the most knowledgeable people I know in any realm, but how much thought that you've actually put into your end goal to have um, your own sanctuary, to have that place here. And I've watched you in the community and watched you evolve, not only um, not only your relationships and how connected you are to this community, but also how you've changed, not really your mission, but how you're going about to make it happen. Right. And and I see all these great strides you're making to make it happen. That's got to be amazing to know that so many of these community community members have said, you know, are buying into this and this right. idea. Yeah. Yeah. And the big thing um besides being able to rescue these animals and give them a piece of the wild, the PEACE that comes uh-huh. with, um, you know, building the facility for these guys is also being open to the public for tours and the economic impact that we're about to have on our community for the give back, mm-hmm. right? I just, I can't wait for that because so many people in this community have supported us thus far. Yeah to bring this to fruition that I just can't wait to see the give back to the retail stores and the restaurants and just everybody that could, you know, be a destination to come stay in Montgomery County and then shop in our shops and eat in our restaurants to be that thank you for our community that supported us thus far. Which brings to mind another hat you wear as the chairman for Montgomery Area Chamber of Commerce. Did I get that right? Shannon's going to hit me if I get it wrong. (laughs) Um, And, and, how has, I mean, because that really kind of brings it full circle. So um, a while ago, I posted um, my grand, my dad's dad, my grandfather was a city councilman up where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And I think it started there when I saw the community and for his, where he worked and the sales that he made and saw the impact of the help that he gave to the community. And then 
um, coming full circle to joining our Chamber of Commerce and being able to help our businesses be better for our community and help our businesses succeed. Mm -hmm. Like so many of our businesses were able to tackle COVID Mm -hmm. with no problems because of resources we created through the chambers that helped them and relationships and relationships and so being able to chair the montgomery area chamber of commerce this year has been just the best thing because i get to talk to these um, individuals these business owners like and connect them and say oh well this person's using this resource to get their stock in or whatever Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people are having a hard time still getting stuff in to fill their shelves and you know what does that and a lot of our business owners also had to go online Mm -hmm. a lot of our business owners are not i no no brick and mortar um yeah brick and mortar we're not tech savvy you know and so having to move them online and how we help them go virtual and be able to help themselves so they can stay in business and not have to close their doors because the small businesses in Texas are the backbones of our community. Absolutely. So being able to help them keep their doors open has been absolutely amazing. And then now we have other things planned that are happening um, for this year. I like the (laughs) So um, uh, um, we're we're just very excited of how we can help those businesses now move forward. Yeah. You know, and the resources that we're starting to provide for that. Right. And with all the growth that's coming into this county, you know, including the Montgomery area, all over the place, um, the influx of new residents yes. coming in um, and all of these businesses and the transition that, you know, COVID made mandatory, right. um, you know, to have those relationships and those resources so right. vitally important. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're saying in all in Montgomery. So I live in Montgomery. So in our two zip codes alone, 5,000 new houses in the next several years. It's amazing. So, um, so yeah. And that's not only bringing in the people, but it's also bringing in other small businesses yes. and stuff and telling, being able to be a resource for them. How do you get started in Montgomery County? What permits do you need? Mm-hmm. What, you know, how, ha- having all of that right there for them so it's not so difficult any small business owner knows how difficult it is what permit i need to get where you know and stuff like that how do i do this so being able to help them and be that first line of contact for them is just so exciting kind of navigate the waters a bit how do you navigate so bringing your business here so that well kind of a separate but going back so we talked about covid and the effects of covid and how you evolve from that so, you know, when COVID started, that's when we all got Tiger King walloped in the head. <laughs> and and I know we've had this conversation before, yes. and you've had the relationships with some of these cat sanctuaries, all, all, you know, obviously, and you have relationships with some of these characters out there. Given the popularity of that show and COVID and everybody being bored and at home, how do you see the population of exotic animals increasing um, like, do you see that this that that whole combined situation is going to create a bigger problem in years to come? It's really going both ways. Um, yes, people that found out that they can get a tiger super e- easily for less than a <laughs> just, new iPhone. Just crush um, You can have a tiger cub <laughs> here tomorrow. Like, we don't like to tell people that, but yeah. then we also, the jaw drops that, what, you can really, really do, do that? that? Yeah. Yes. A bear cub, 300 to $500. That's cheaper than some of these dogs that are this big. Yes. And there are breeders across the United States of these animals, just like there are for dogs and cats. There are bear breeders for pets? Yes. Really? Yes. Yep. Um, And there are websites available. They used to have what was like our, um, like a trading newspaper. Uh Uh, Do what did we have down here? Like the the green nickel. Yeah. 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 That you could put ads in. There used to be an one of those, it was produced in Indianapolis, Indiana, that was sent out monthly, and you bought an ad in there saying, I have X amount of bear cubs, or I have X amount of tiger cubs, or I have, you know, prairie dogs, or I have, you know, anything. But now, like, there's so many pet stores for them, and there's an exotic animal auction just north of here the second Friday of every month. What? Um, so you can get just about anything, um, specifically in the state of Texas, yeah. that you would ever want to but get that, your hands on. But most of that is for, like, Axis and things that people have on. No, no, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. So last, the last time there was lemurs, there was, I can't remember what all went through there. So most of it is hoofstock for the ranches. Right, okay. But when you're dealing with the exotic animal world, 
like everything and anything can go through there. Like reptiles. So, reptiles. I mean, you oh, name wow. it. And those people are all connected. And it's actually a very small world when we talk about Tiger King. Um, and I've said it before. I had threats back in 2011 from Joe Exotic. Joe From Exotic. speaking out against him. So it is a very small world. <laughs> and I actually sit on the advocacy committee um, with the Big Cat Sanctuary Alliance with Carol Baskin. Yeah. She is my friend. Yeah. Like, it, it is a very small world. And people like don't realize it. You know, they joke about it and they come up right. not realizing. And I was like, oh, I know them. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, not just characters. They're not just characters. This was real life. Joe Exotic was on his best behavior um, for that show. And it amazes me. I mean, it, in some ways, I can see that it was very beneficial because mm-hmm. it really kind of opened people's yes. eyes. Yeah. To what's going on. And yeah. it's helped us too because they're like, what? Now they're kind of getting the, because there's no true accredited sanctuary in the Houston area, right? We have the Houston Zoo, um, but that's the only accredited facility that we have in our area to really use as a what's a good place, right? Um, and so they couldn't picture what Bears, et cetera, is going to be or what we're doing. Yeah. But by watching that, they like, kind of learned oh, I watched that episode, and what is this compared to what you're doing? And they can finally get a visual on what our future holds. Right. So, you know, and one of the things on that show, you know, they talked about, you know, uh, because Baskin's, her organization's in Georgia, is that right? In Florida. In Florida. And you saw, you know, and they had his in Oklahoma, but they didn't really focus on any in Texas. And I guess that's why, because there's really not any. Well, there is a, a, f- a few sanctuaries up around the Dallas area, but in southeast Texas, none. None. If it's an animal facility in southeast Texas, I would question, you know, yeah, what they were doing or going there, giving them your money to support. Whoop. Uh, what you know, what animal breeding or what you know, um, they're doing. Yeah. Especially if they're doing picture photographs with baby animals. If they're, you know, doing photographs with any animals whatsoever, right. if their primates are wearing diapers and, you know, wearing sweaters or, you know, wearing a leash or anything like that. Like, yeah, um, yeah I would question whether my money is well spent at a facility like sure. that. So that leads us to what your vision of bears, et cetera, is, is going to create. Right. Um, you know, because it, it's hard to believe how far you've come in a relatively short period of time to making yeah. this dream come true. So you have this beautiful plan already laid out. Yes. Um, so uh, Bears Etc. is building a first-of-its-kind state-of-the-art bear facility um, with two- to five-acre habitats of natural bear habitat. We want to change the mindset of people, what they see on the YouTube, what they see, you know, at other facilities of these bears in cages on concrete, right? Ugh. We want to see them in that piece of the wild. Mm-hmm. We want to see what they would see in Yellowstone. We want them to they see could what... Sneak, if they could just sneak in. Right. And be detect a fly, what they would be see. Be a fly what on they would the, see. the wall. We yeah. want to normalize seeing animals in nature and not on people's laps on mm-hmm. talk shows or yeah. people messing with them, you know, and stuff like that because it's a monkey see, monkey do type of thing. I mean, we've seen over the years the people going into Yellowstone and stealing the bison babies that mom laid off to the side. Oh, this bison's been abandoned. No. Like, because they see people with baby animals on laps on TV and stuff. And so they just assume assume that the baby's been abandoned. Well, little do they know, mom comes back and checks on it. She leaves it there for safekeeping because she wants it away from the herd in order to keep it safe from predators, sure. right? And so, and we see people selfies with animals in zoos. The guy that took his baby in the elephant uh, habitat at San Diego to get a selfie with it. Yeah. You know, the selfies are the huge thing of jumping barriers and getting selfies because, with animals. Because, because obviously those barriers are not important. You know, <laughs> people don't realize it's to keep the animals right. in, but it's also to keep, keep the people out. out. Yeah, you'll see, you're going to see a huge shift in the zoo world as they continue to expand habitats, mm-hmm. um, specifically AZA zoos, um, to give animals better, because we're learning and growing and evolving, right? Sure. Um, so building bigger habitats, but also they're building to keep people out anymore. Yeah. And pretty soon you're mind. not going to be able to get a good picture of an animal. Because, because you're going to have to be so far away. Yeah. And that's the world that we're running into because of people people jumping (laughs) barriers. I mean, just last week, another person mauled by a tiger at a zoo because he reached in 
and he was trying to get the tiger to come over and the tiger grabbed his arm and and and, and unfortunately it's the tiger that's going to pay for that because the tiger will be times. the one that's put down yeah because just a couple mm, last month the month before yeah the tiger would not release and so it had to be euthanized by the sheriff's department that's just heartbreaking to yeah. me i think there need to be fewer stupid people that need to be I mean, held accountable. <laughs> okay, if you stuck your hand in, you're going with the tiger. Yeah. If they have to take the tiger, they take. Yeah. If they have to take the tiger, they're taking you too. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But when the boundaries are in place, like you should respect those, right? Absolutely. Follow the rules. But you know, people know. don't follow rules. People don't follow laws. That's, that's why gotcha. we need police officers and yes. why they're so important. Yes. Um, to keep us safe. Absolutely. So, yeah. So your sanctuary is going to be in the Montgomery area. Ideally. Ideally. Yes. Um, in Montgomery County, they do have stronger laws than our state laws. And so we do have to have 20 acres in order to um, live within those boundaries that they have created for large dangerous mm -hmm. carnivores. Um, so we are fundraising to get that 20 acres or if it's donated, that would be absolutely be amazing yeah, as if well. If somebody does not want to pay the property taxes with the new appraisals, they could right. donate them and that would be fine. The other thing that we're seeing is the ranchers who don't want their homes turned into subdivisions. Yeah. So if you don't want your ranch to be turned into a subdivision, we are your solution. There you go. Because we are going to keep it what it is, yeah, right? Yeah, natural, natural yes. land. And so speaking of which, that leads us to a great little event you have coming up this weekend called the Bear Crawl 2022. Correct. Yes. Um, so our bear crawl, like a pub crawl, um, it is a winery, brewery, distillery tour across Montgomery County. So it's the best spirits you'll taste that Montgomery County has to offer, in my opinion. I'm a little biased <laughs> since they are in my backyard. Right. Um, but we have some great places. We do. And a lot here. that people don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're excited. Um, I'll say this first. We're excited to have a new spot. So, oh, I guess let me start with. Yes. Because there are eight bear species in the world. There are eight locations on the crawl. Oh, um, see, so, yes, so you'll be able to see a life-size cutout of that bear. So if you go to Bartlett's Distillery, mm -hmm. our polar bear stands there. Yep. And it's a 10-foot polar bear. It's as big as a life-size polar bear would be. It's just really flat and really lightweight because I'm not hauling a polar bear around. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll have locations. Each location has a bear. Um, Foss Brewing is our new location this year. And we love Foss. Um, they're absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, so, and they're right down the street from the Firm Meadery, which, which is a favorite. Also, yes, we love, we <laughs> love, love Mike and meat. Kathy Ray. Yes. Awesome, um, great people. They have a new berry that I absolutely love. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. Um, when I was in there the other day because I have been a longtime fan of their hibiscus mead and they're not making that anymore because not enough people were drinking it. And I'm just like, <gasps> oh no. <laughs> I was the only one drinking it apparently. Um, but yeah, the new berry, oh gosh, it's so good. So many good ones. And if you've never tried mead, you really need to yes. go do a tasting because it is not, I, like. and I've told this story, I've told them a thousand times. The first time I tried mead, it was super duper 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 sweet. I thought they were all super duper duper sweet, and they aren't. And they're they're just so great. they run the gamut just like wines do. Yes, and it's only wonderful. instead of a white wine being you know sweeter or right. whatever, and a red wine being drier, like it just runs the gamut. I know, and it's um, great for so, your allergies because they use a lot of yes, local honey. So local honeys. You know, yep. Just exactly. say, drink for your allergies. Yep. Anyway, yep. Okay. and get one of their uh, charcuterie board because yes. they do have a gal that makes jam out of the leftovers from the fruit and stuff yes, that they a very, use a very and, sweet friend of ours oh my yeah, gosh it great, is so good over that cream cheese on the uh, crackers oh my gosh yeah, stop there it. and eat in the midst of all exactly, of this. Exactly, yes. <laughs> um, so then we have Blue Epiphany, which is a favorite, right? We love Blue Epiphany. Um, Bartlett's Distillery, which we already yes. discussed. Um, and keep in mind that Bartlett's is only open on Saturday. They can't sell liquor on, on Sunday Sundays. in the state yes. of Texas. We have uh, B-52, mm -hmm. um, which... Not alcohol, but root beer. They make their own root beer there, and it's so delicious. Good. Um, and then we have Whitley Vineyards, mm -hmm. which sweetest people on the planet there at Whitley Vineyards. Yes. Um, and they're only open on Sunday. They're not on Saturday, so plan accordingly. Yes. H Wines. And I if love you have H -wines. not experienced H Wines, go so, experience Steve and Philip. And, and <laughs> the, the best, literally, hands down, best sparkling rose anywhere Any. that I've ever tried yes and they have a lot of great wines but that sparkling rosé changed my whole 
like world. Like that's yeah. what I look it for when I go places. <laughs> it She's a changed woman. Peak and bubbles. You yes. Know? Yeah. 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 And it's so Steve has a PhD in winemaking. Yes. It's just listening to him talk. I mean, one, the French accent, I right? I mean, they are literally French, from France. Yeah. But Listening to him talk about his passion of wine is like listening to me talk about animals, yes. right? Like, it's just, I can sit and talk to him all day, and I'm so thankful he's within walking distance of I my know. house. Well, you know what? And I don't, <laughs> but what I love about it, too, is he'll sit there and talk, but it's not condescending. No. You don't feel like an idiot. He'll let you answer any questions. He's yes. so gracious to, and thorough oh my with gosh. his knowledge yes. and so kind. Um, it, it is an experience going right. there. They're just great people. Yeah. yeah. And then last but not least, Frankenbolts. Oh, my gosh. Them out there, they are so much fun. Okay, do not uh, know them. Frankenbolts. Okay, so it's two guys came together, and they love young Frankenstein. So that's where this whole theme came uh-huh. from. And they have food trucks out there, and they have event center. So really? go out there, experience them. Everybody thinks that they're way out there in Dobbin. They still have a Montgomery address, you guys. Right. It is really not far off the yeah. beaten track. So get out there and taste with And they have mead, beer. They have a lot of stuff on tap. Awesome. So get out there and talk to them. They are such a fun group of people. I am going to have to go check that out because I did not even know they were there yes so see yeah. look at you they're right at, at the corner of to... 105 and 1486 so oh, like oh, it's far not far, far at all yeah. and like i said they're right on the corner so you don't even have to go down the country road to find right. them they're right there you'll see the orange building uh, well you know and sometimes i think we all get kind of caught up in our little microcosms mm-hmm. from point a to point b and you know um and getting, off the, getting off the beaten path there's, because there are so many great new places all over montgomery county I mean, I have people that have lived in Conroe all their lives that hadn't been to downtown Conroe in a couple of years and and drove down there and couldn't believe everything. So, yes. you know, but driving out a little little bit of a country drive out there would be kind of nice. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Frankenbolt. OK. Yeah. All right. So people want to get in, uh, get their tickets for the Bear Crawl. Right. So you can go to our website, bearsetc.org. Um, there is right on that homepage. Get your tickets here. Click on the event. Um, page. Um, it's all over our Facebook. There is an event on pa- Facebook. All of that leads you back mm-hmm. to our website to purchase your tickets online. So they're $50. You get your wristband, a commemorative glass, and two tastings at each location. You nice. may need a designated driver because all yeah. of our locations last year did not just poor tasting yeah i will start well with and then you and then you taste something you like and you want and a then you bit take it home tasting. yes yeah. and this actually was birthed out of covid right yeah me wanting to help the small businesses succeed how can i help in the wineries breweries and distilleries were the hardest hit they were right. closed the longest so how can i help get patrons to their locations but also raise the funds for Bears Etc. Right, right. So that's how, how this came about. So wow. Great ideas. Birth yeah. out of necessity. Right, right. And so this was a, it's cash free, like hands free. You scan a QR code, you get your ticket, and you go and you taste as you want. There's no start and stop location. I would recommend if you want to break it up into two days, do the Conroe side first, do the Montgomery side on Sunday. If you want to do mm-hmm. that because of Bartlett's being open only on Saturday and Whitley only being open on Sunday. Yeah. But there's no reason you can't hit seven locations that are open on either day. Right. Well, so, and you even marked it very clear on the event page, the ones that are only open on Saturday, the ones that are only open on Saturday, yep. so people can see that yep. and plan accordingly. Yep. And you even have um, a supporter that is willing to maybe help assist you home should you need it right uh so the laundry fairy has offered her vans and her drivers to be able to take you for free as a donation to bears etc so if you need a ride contact the laundry fairy and she will come pick you up take you to locations um and just sweet as can be i mean um i mean laundry fairy <laughs> already sounds like a friend yeah I was to you say. need the laundry fairy yeah. in her yeah. in your life no matter if it's your everyday life or if it's this saturday and sunday at yeah. bear crawl uh they just absolutely amazing people and amazing small business in our community so yeah so we're very excited to have them helping us out this weekend because so, it's all about relationships correct and um and what a great way to you know get to know about the laundry fairy because yes. I know I could use a laundry fairy. Yes. Um, so they yeah. pick up and do your laundry, fold it, bring it back to you in 24 hours. 
Oh, wow. Wait a minute. in her chair. <laughs> yeah. she's taking okay. <laughs> um, I'll need the laundry fairies now. <laughs> I can give that to you. <laughs> um, so go, and we're going to share this on the Moxie Innovative page, um, and we're going to put the event link down um, in the comments on the on, underneath this broadcast so that you can go online and buy your tickets. Makes it nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and so this is this is for and I understand you're helping the community. You you've made that clear and and what a way to do it. Awesome. Um, but you've you when you were with us before we were talking about fundraising and and that's really what your mission is right now right. is to get it into position. But you guys had a little windfall from a local uh, contributor a while back, didn't you? Last we did. Fall? Yes. Last fall. So last fall we received a twenty thousand dollar grant from the Apricity <sighs> Foundation. Oh. Yes. So we were so excited one to be chosen, yes. like, but to receive something like that to go into our capital campaign to make things happen because they believe in us so much in what we're giving to the community and what we're about to do for animals um, as animal lovers themselves um, it was just so amazing yeah. Uh, yeah. I did call her bawling when she told me <laughs> because I was just like oh my gosh this is just the greatest yeah. I can't even believe it so so Lindsay and Bobby Kasperzak yes. are the founders of Apricity and and those of you who are familiar with our show you're familiar with Lindsay because yeah. she's on here well, I don't know, monthly kind whenever of whenever we can drag her yeah. away from <laughs> we can drag her away from her yeah exactly yes. anyway and so we have had uh several of their recipients um yeah join uh, us yeah yes. and and they're just phenomenal people. yeah and as they stood up and told their missions and stuff like that some of them i knew of and some of them uh -huh. i didn't i was just like I am so humbled to be chosen as a part of this group because all of them do such amazing things. Right. Um, and I actually know several of them because of relationships with them yes. and working with them and helping people navigate, you know, mm -hmm. where the help is and who, you know, how to, right. to go to. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it was just, it was such an honor to be yeah, chosen. I bet it was. Uh, I bet it was. Well, as a recipient. And I love what their vision is, too, in helping smaller nonprofits Locals. get a, and local nonprofits get a leg up because there is yes. a huge competition for dollars out there. Yes. And a venture like yours takes a lot of money. Right. And when you start out of all of the donor dollars that are given every year, only 5% of those donor dollars go to animal charities. So try starting a nonprofit. Right. right. Without bears, right? Yeah. We're not, we don't have them in our backyard yet, you know, you got or anything nothing like that. cute and fuzzy to... Right, to draw people yeah. in to come in for tours or anything right. like that. We started from scratch building this organization and fundraising to get the 20 acres that we need to house these animals. Um, so we're in the point zero zero whatever of being able to get those donor dollars. Right. So for them to identify us as one of those charities is just absolutely right. um, amazing. So what is, so take the, the cost of 20 acres out of it. Mm -hmm. Somebody donates it, whatever. Building the facility, not only, uh, you know, forget the welcome center where you go and take pictures and you learn things and everything. Just putting up the enclosures and putting in the fencing and um, safety. Animal care. Everything, animal care. And, and what and kind care. of financial number are we looking at? So it costs about $50,000 to put up a habitat. Um, that's the running and it's probably going to be more as we move forward, right? Sure. The cost of everything up. is going yeah. up, oh, especially, yes. you know, steel buildings and yes. stuff like that. Um, it costs about uh, $200 a week to feed a bear. Um, so we're looking at, you know, lots, lots of money <laughs> to feed them. However, relationships, right? Sure. So we have the Montgomery County Food Bank. Instead yes. of sending all of that food that they don't give out, especially to, produce, especially produce yeah. to the landfill, we can take that on. Yeah. So we already have that relationship with them for vegetables and meat, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Um, so really the cost of caring for them will be basically medical bills after the fact. Yeah. Um, so instead of the, you know, several hundred thousands of dollars to house and take care of these guys, it may not be that much. Right. Um, but operating budget and things like that, it's going to cost us anywhere from $100,000 to $200,000 just to run a facility yeah. like that. When well, we talk about, you know, everything that's involved. Transportation, getting them to and from. Right. Rescues. rescues. What, I mean, 
we rescue all over the United States. We took a Savannah cat from Florida to Oregon this past fall. And so rescues alone with when we look at the amount that or that gas prices currently are, mm-hmm. rescues are going to cost us several thousand dollars alone um, just to make that happen, to be able to go and get an animal and bring it and to give it its mm-hmm. piece of the wild. Wow. Yeah. It's a big mission. Yeah. Um, and then you put in, you know, medical care. Right. Um, veterinary be- care. Veterinary and- care. Um, having staff and training for the staff that, you right. know. Yeah. Chemical immobilization training is not free, um, especially when it comes to um, knowing what sedation drugs are important they're not the same for a bear and a tiger sure you know um also medications you know you think of a 500 pound animal you know how much are our medications right Right. now and how much more a 500 pound animal needs you know when you look at your chihuahua versus your great dane the cost of that great dane's medication is a lot more so imagine three or four great danes (laughs) taking that much more medication Yeah. yeah And so, so you said 50,000 a habitat, but you're going to do how many different, ha- I mean, how many habitats do you envision? Um, on 20 acres, we can put about five or six habitats when we talk about the one, two, five acre habitats, uh-huh. giving them a real, they can get full speed run. You know, they can actually experience being a wild bear while still in a yeah. holding, right? Um, we give them as close to the wild as we can. Um, so then with that, um, we can house several bears in each habitat. Sure. Many of the bears that you go out to rescue have been housed with other bears either currently or before. So, they're so we can put, yeah, yeah, a couple bears per habitat um, from there. Mm-hmm. So it's a little drop in the bucket um, to compared to the thousand bears that are needed of placement. But if this gets us started, then, you know, maybe we can add on if there's properties around us that right. then sell. Or, you know, in 10, 15 years, we can move to uh, ultimate goal is 200 acres um, with the big vision uh, in the future. So, Well, I have no doubt if anybody can accomplish <laughs> it, you certainly can. Um, with and So I, I know one of the things, too, that I wanted to ask you that I think we've touched on in previous shows. You know, we see these traveling circuses and everything that go on. They're animals that age out that can no longer perform. Y'all probably have to take on a lot of those as well. Yeah. Yeah, and with, um, like, Ringling Brothers shutting down, um, a lot of their acts were contracted, but those animals no longer, you know, so they no longer have a job. Um, So they're in need of placement. With a lot of these roadside attractions that call themselves zoos or whatever, um, they're not getting people through the door. Well, all of their money went in to support themselves and not necessarily animals. There wasn't a sustainability. You know, when you talk about your small business, what is your sustainability plan? Well, they just saw the nut dollars coming through the yeah. door and didn't think long term that you know this would yeah. never they're gonna happen. have to plan and yeah. so they're having to get rid of animals and shut down because nobody came through their door over the last right. two years right. so we're seeing a lot more rescues also with the shutdown of joe exotic and jeff Lowe and tim stark um a lot of those bad players that we saw on tiger king now no longer have animals they've all been confiscated and they've been shut down so oh. thank goodness yeah, for that I mean, but that you know then you get You know, we thought in 2016 of the shutdown of the guy in Colorado was the largest ever um, uh, animal rescue in the United States. Well, now we've seen the second and third ahead of that now because of all of the animals that these people had. So just large scale, several sanctuaries working together to get these animals out of these horrible um, facilities. And I can't even imagine the monstrosity of trying to coordinate all of that and then to be you know, find places where they can go. I mean, it just, every place is now full. Like they're so full bursting at the seams um, because they just can't take on any more animals because they're taking on 10 and 20 animals because of these large scale. Yeah. Yeah. Rescues. That's just crazy. Well, make sure. So go and support. I mean, you know, it's awful. You know, I guess if I have to go have some drinks (laughs) and support a nonprofit, and a friend and somebody that's out there not only working for these animals but working so much for this community i guess i'm just gonna have to do you're gonna force yourself i guess i'm just gonna have to do it and um and again to see all these relationships kind of come together and them support you while you're supporting them you know um it's really what community is all about right obviously what you're trying to leave is your legacy as the chairman for montgomery county area chamber um so 
we need to find her 200 acres. I think I think the goal, I think we're just going to make that the goal. <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're going to find somebody that has some land that doesn't want somebody. to turn into a subdivision. That doesn't want to turn into a somebody. Do you have a is there like does it have to be so far away from schools or yeah. anything? So yes. Um so when you look at um, a couple things. One, if it's in Montgomery County, we can't build within a mile of a school. Okay. And we can't build within a thousand feet of somebody's home. Okay. So that's why the 20 acres with the buffer is so oh, important. Uh-huh. Um, we don't want to be too far away from Houston because when you look at your sustainability of your business, right, you don't want to be really more than an hour, hour and a half away from a big metropolis. Now, sure. Houston is at Conroe's back door, right? So we right. could go an hour from Conroe, but to really, when they do the studies of how far will someone travel for the day to go visit something like that, mm-hmm. it's within an hour. Yeah. So we want to be within an hour of Houston in order to make that happen. So that way we can be involved in the Houston school systems, Conroe ISD, sure. Montgomery ISD so that we we can do the field trips for the kiddos you know or um, high school interns college interns you know we want to stay within that A&M Sam Houston Lone Star school and everything else around. Yeah we want to stay within that kind of triangle from A&M to you know even you know um, Stephen F. Austin isn't that far. Right. If we if we're an hour. No I'm just no. (laughs) (laughs) Um so if we're an hour from them and an hour from Houston and an hour from A and M, like that's right. like the perfect right. trifecta. Yes. 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 Um, so, in your vision, whenever this happens, and I know it's going to happen because I know you. Yes. Um, when so, what's the what do you want that experience to be for your visitors coming in? So they'll walk in to our gift shop. Um, they get, you know, kind of the visuals of what they're about to see, Mm -hmm. hear some of the stories. Um, then they go on a tour of the facility and, and really I want, (laughs) I've told this for a long time. I want to have the, you know, when you went to the roller rink and you like put your stuff in lockers and you had the little key, I want people to be able to put their phones, their purses, their everything Everything. in the locker, put that key in their pocket and go out and experience the peace of the wild. just enjoy. Yes. Um, hear the breeze, feel the, you know, all of the feels that, it has to offer of being out in nature, right? Um, We have a safety aspect in that we want to have a wildflower prairie. This month, this past month, we've watched the blue bonnets, right? But Mm -hmm. then we also see the people on the side of the roads that could potentially get bit by snakes or get in a car accident because they're pulled yes. not pulled off far enough yeah. or the kids are jumping out of the car or people are gets, looking and not so, paying yes. attention so yeah. we're giving them a resource to be able to get their wildflower photos without having to pull off on the side of the road or the highway Very right nice. um and also having a um kind of a convention center that has a big window for weddings and um businesses to have their annual meetings or whatever retreats and re- yes mm-hmm. and we can have a bear put their meal next to the window so the bear can be a part of their wedding or a part of the retreat or right. something like that um so we're excited for that our educational you know center uh so to speak where there's a kitchen in there so we can you know have everything right there that they would absolutely need um because yeah why tie not tie it in yeah, absolutely tie it all in. everybody um, everybody likes to have a new shit for their wedding these right days, right <laughs> exactly um but also um tiny homes for veterans on mm-hmm. wheels because texas a&m will bring a welding bus down and they'll train several veterans at a time for free how to weld so if they're interested in our program if they're interested in welding we can help them get their welding certifications they can weld our enclosures which you know helps us need, yes. um because welding welders are not cheap yeah. Um, and so in giving them a leg up on life to then they can get their certification, get a, help them get a job and they can take their tiny home on wheels wherever they want to go to get a job and go to work. That's amazing. Yeah. And everybody just pitching in and helping yep. each other and yep. everybody boy, that's, that's community right there. It's a win, right win, win, yeah. win, 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 yeah. win. I know. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, so this is a little side note, but I think this is, was pretty cool. I shared a, an article, um, on my Facebook page a couple days ago about Willis High School and how we just graduated 300 kids with their welding certification. Yes. Um, I, you know, and seeing these school districts recognize the importance of 
yes. of having those trade Trades. skills. Yeah. And because you, you're really going to need those from yeah. all over. Yeah. And, um, and I love, and then the veteran aspect is just yeah. wonderful. I and guess. the Montgomery school system is working on that right now too. If you look at the bond that mm-hmm. is up, um, one of those is their CTE center because yeah. they identified that this is important. It is. Um, so we're yeah. excited to be working with them. I have um, been in talks with um, the Montgomery uh, welding instructor and stuff about getting us some cages, um, transport cages yeah. welded and stuff like that. So um, to be able to work with our schools and get them the experience that they need to, yeah, get, get their these certifications kids, awesome. and get them out. That, get, that is yeah. awesome. Keep so the they can work rolling. on a smaller right. scale on those type yeah. of things while we have our veterans working on our large scale. Yeah. You know. so, so. Ama- and, so, and so that bond election is coming up. Yes. You know, we have our city municipal elections coming up on May 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, early voting starts on Monday. May- Monday. Monday. Already. Well, it's right here <laughs> upon us. Um, so make sure you go and check that out, too. I know that the Montgomery uh, Area Chamber of Commerce website is full of fantastic resources. So if you do live in Montgomery ISD um, taxing district or if you, you know, live, breathe, work, travel to visit, eat, shop in Montgomery Visit the website. Um, I know if you ever run into Katie out in the wild, as we say, <laughs> um, she's always one of those people that you can approach and ask questions. And if you want yeah. a recommendation, if you need a referral, if you're, if you just have a question, she's one of those great resources that has come into our community. And we're very lucky to have you in Montgomery County. Well, thank and, you. Uh, we are you and your sweet blessed. husband, who <laughs> bless his heart, spends so much time in that hot bear suit. I just can't imagine how hot that <laughs> thing is. <sometimes. laughs> And he will be out and about this weekend for a little bit. We will be at B-52 with Polson, yes. um, our mascot. Um, so probably earlier in the day rather than Wait, later. Um, so pictures with Polson will be available on Saturday yes. and Sunday um, at B-52. And then you can get your picture of your bear with a beer. Right. <laughs> and Which, you know, would make it more complicated to drink so I can completely understand yes. why he might be taking off. Um, so make sure you go to Bears Etc. B-E-A-R-S-E-T-C dot org. Go ahead and get your tickets for the pub crawl. You know what? Buy it now if your plans change. Yeah. It's just a, it's a yeah. nice donation, right. Right. you yes. know, and you're helping out a great nonprofit. Plus, you're supporting all these great uh, local businesses that are always here for us. Um, you know, I know that we're always looking for great fun places to go and to be able to, you know, give business to these local guys and, and share in their personalities and their stories. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it really is a great opportunity to help so many people out. I agree. Yes. I agree. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this weekend because I really didn't have anything planned. Shh. I know. And now, now you, you call do. The, oh, I know. Know. <laughs> We're going to call the laundry fairy. Yeah, and we're going to call the laundry fairy. We're going to have clean clothes to go this weekend. That's going to be fabulous. I know. She could just, you know, and then whenever she drops our butts home after a day of chasing. <laughs> Then she could just take the laundry and bring exactly, it back exactly because she Perfect. knows where we're at. Yes. Anyway, Katie, thank you so much for oh, joining thank you us for today. Me. Um, really you definitely it. are the best yes. of Montgomery County. We Cheers. toast you with um, with everything that we might toast you with, and <laughs> we will definitely be toasting you this weekend as we're taking advantage of Bear Call 2022. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And if you ever want to get in touch with her, make sure you go to their website. Like I said, bearsetc.org. It's bears, not bear, right? Bearsetc.org and Read some of the stories. Follow them on Facebook. Um, you won't believe literally what could be living in your backyard. But if you see something disturbing living in your backyard, call Bears, call, et cetera. Call. Yeah, they can take care of it. Um, so anyway, here we are. It, it, that went by I so know. fast. I know. It's it crazy. It always does. It, it always like, does. I like hate it, for it to end. I know. Like we'll just have to do it again. We're going to yes. have to do a recap and an update. and Because um, I, I know great things are coming. And, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do. Right. Okay. Everybody go get your tickets. Yes. Like now. Yeah. Pronto. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, we'll see you next Wednesday at noon when we bring you Toast to the Town with Christy and Mel. Y'all make it a great week.